Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen. And now the moment we've been waiting for is here. Previously on the Woody and Wilcox Show. If I was to say to you that the good book says on page three that Al Gore and heaven above hell don't do thy it. name don't do it gave us the internet for a reason and that reason was viral videos would you agree with that statement no I wouldn't I would uh, because well, you said it so I would hope you would we uh, as a as a people we couldn't get along without stuff like this. Viral videos make the internet go around, and one of the first ones was Chocolate Rain by Taze on Day. Let rain, some stay dry and others feel the pain. Chocolate rain. Want to go ahead and take a guess at how many hits on YouTube that thing's got? That's right, 102 million times that's been viewed. And naturally, when something goes viral, it goes up in popularity. You see it on your Twitter and your Facebook, and then what? A week later, it's gone. And you question, whatever happened to Tazon Day? He's still making videos, by the way. And he's redoing all your favorite hits. Because you know I'm all about that bass, about that bass, no treble. I had to sing I'm this. All about that bass, about that bass, no treble. It's totally I'm ridiculous. About that bass, about that bass, no treble. But I'm a bass. I'm about that bass, about that bass. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty clear. All right, no size. That's enough. Stop it. It doesn't stop there. I'm sure it doesn't. You can now reach out to him on his YouTube page and request different songs. I stay out too late. Got nothing in my brain. This is Taylor Swift. That's what people say. That's what people say. Too many moving. It's like I've got All right, I think we get it. How long ago was the Chocolate Rain thing? Uh, posted in 2007 is when that one started to kick off and really take off. I feel like he's done something to his voice. Was it's that not... supposedly not altered? No, you, it shows it's just like the, uh, the Chocolate Rain video. It shows him singing into the mic. And, you know, once you put something on the Internet, it has to be true. He also, uh, you know, uh, if you have kids, you, you probably know the Frozen soundtrack. You may have heard it once, maybe twice. Somebody requested that he uh, he sing a little bit there. The snow glows white on the mountain tonight. Not a footprint to be seen. A kingdom of isolation. <laughs> and it looks like I'm the queen. The wind is howling like this swirling storm inside. <laughs> Couldn't keep it in. Heaven knows I tried. Oh. 
Don't let them in, don't let them see Be the good girl you always have to be Conceal, don't feel, don't let them know Well now they know Let it go, let it go Can't hold it back anymore Let it go The more I hear it, the more I like it <laughs> Why? Yeah. Really? Honestly, I mean, if you told me that the Chocolate Rain guy could sing that song in any form, I wouldn't have believed it. And he's, I mean, he's on it. As creepy and odd as it sounds, he's got it right. Sounds like an anti-smoking campaign. Like he's, <laughs> he's got one of those boxes. The, the cancer kazoo. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, maybe, well, but he's still uh, he's still singing it nonetheless. That sounds uh, we like get that it's... guy on. We could get him on the radio. Have him do a couple of songs for us. Why, why do you hate us? Huh? I think that'd be fun. You are crazy. Why? No. What's wrong with that? No. 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 Born will die before the sin chocolate rain. The school books say it can't be here again. Chocolate rain. Think about it. I mean, if he takes requests, obviously, you could tell him to sing whatever you want. I think there's some fun to that. Right. You could get him to do the uh, Snuffleupagus singing Dope Man. Dope Man, Dope Man. Yeah, that's me. Dope Man, Dope Man. Can I get a hit? Maybe he could help Chelsea with some under the sea lyrics. The seaweed is always greener in some. I think there might be something to that. I think he may be ruling it out too quick. Just a cast away, an island lost at sea. Maybe some sort of battle. Another lonely day, something that rhymes with E. Get Tezande on the phone. We need him. The following program is for entertainment purposes only. Really? That's amazing. It's the Woody and Wilcox Show. They simply couldn't imagine being without each other with Woody. Ah, what the hell is the matter with you? And Wilcox. Oh, brother, this guy stinks. It's the Woody and Wilcox Show. This is insanity. The Woody and Wilcox Show. This is like, you know, when you're getting your legs waxed and they whip that thing off real fast. <laughs> That's what this is like. And now, it's the Woody and Wilcox Show. I've been through this a million times in all my years in the theater. Take a deep breath. Blow it out. Let's just do a good show, okay? Everybody do a good show. Chelsea, you ever been to a fashion show? Mm, Like a school one. Okay, that's not exactly what I was thinking about. I was thinking of a little bit more uh, official, maybe no. where, you know, pros are involved. No. Do you think models who are going out on the runway like it or don't like it when a man in a bunny suit spills a beer on them backstage? <laughs> uh, I don't think anybody likes having a beer spilled on them. Just checking. Just es- wanted to es- make sure. Especially by someone in a bunny suit. <laughs> I'll just see myself out. Oh, my God. First of all, Chelsea wasn't with us last night. Woody and I were lucky enough and honored to be a part of an event called Girls' Night Out, which uh, is an event that I didn't know anything about until maybe two or three months ago. It's a benefit for the Ronald McDonald House, which is a great, great Mm -hmm. organization. And uh, tied into it strongly uh, are our friends at the Isabella Santos Foundation, who, of course, are trying to find a cure for pediatric cancer. So... They said, why don't you guys come out 
Uh, it, all it is is it's about a thousand women, literally, and maybe two guys yeah. who you know go to this girls' night out. It's a, if they raise money for the Ronald McDonald House, and it's a fashion show, and they have actual models who come out and walk a walk a runway, and um, they said, wouldn't it be fun if you guys sort of broke that ice? A little bit of the monotony that's involved with the fashion show. Give a little levity somehow. And we thought, well, Woody has been known occasionally to throw on a leotard and some other items out in public. So there's a backstage area where everybody's getting ready. There are guys running around doing everybody's makeup and people putting on clothing and, you know, getting ready in front of mirrors. It's very intense. Yeah. Picture a very crowded hallway in your house with about 50 people running around inside of it. So the idea was that to kick the whole thing off, instead of a model prancing down the runway, Woody would come out in the bunny outfit that I got him from... uh, a pajamagram.com. His monogrammed <laughs> six foot bunny outfit with ears, with a tail. It's a full zip up hoodie, hoodie footy pajama outfit. Yeah. So I'm standing with Woody in this hallway drinking beers. <laughs> and at some point, Woody has to adjust his bunny outfit, puts his cup in his mouth to mm-hmm. hold it. And as the woman goes by, boom! Soaks her. Soaks her. What was she wearing? Such a relative term. It was only half a cup of beer that went all over her. It was just. I caught the awful. I caught the cup, and that caused the liquid to just literally projectile vomit out all over onto this woman. Basically, she punched you. Uh, If she would have had a gun, she would have killed me. She was furious. Really? Oh yeah. I mean, it's understandable, right? I mean, nobody questioned it. There's no, there's no, there's no, oh, it was her fault or anything. There's none of that. It was, it was strictly. She went out and did her thing after that anyway? <clears throat> it was, you know, it was, I think, resolved, uh, sort of. Wow. <laughs> we may well, not, we may not be invited Way to back. screw up a charity event. <clears throat> it was a great night, too. It really was I, a and nice I, I night. Like Other the, than uh, that part of it. And the, then later, Woody came out in the, uh, in the leotard. In the leotard and as I well. And I did break dancing on stage. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. He did. Wow. There is video. Uh, this will go up. I apologize for it not being up. Although we did tweet out uh, a couple of sweet photos. So if you're not following at Woody and Wilcox on Twitter, now mm. is the sole reason that you'll ever do that. But uh, the video itself, I, uh, I haven't gotten up there yet. But it'll be, it'll be there. I'll let you know. Sadly, we did not get video of the beer spilling. Right. That no, would have been awesome. God. I like no, the picture you sent me. Glad you kept your visor on underneath the bunny costume. That's, that's uh, a good look. That's an Isabella Santos Foundation visor. It doesn't matter. <laughs> You've never seen a bunny wearing a visor? No, that was the first time. You're welcome. 
Here's the deal. Um, we've got a, a round of uh, fun with NASCAR audio on the show today, so we're going to hit that for you. A couple of uh, perhaps instant Hall of Famers in that batch. Of course, we've got an it happen in Florida here in about 20 minutes. And a, a chat report. Hey, the NFL draft was last night, yeah. among other things. Uh, we'll get that and more coming up for you next. It's the Woody and Wilcox Show. And now live from the Woody and Wilcox Broadcast Studios, it's the Shat Report. What, stuff about William Shatner? No, stuff happening around the globe. Uh, the G is silent on the Woody and Wilcox Show. All right, uh, Chelsea, pop quiz. What is the best part of the NFL draft? <laughs> the outfits. The outfits. No, that's the NBA draft. <laughs> oh. that's no, but a that's great, a good answer. Good guess, though. That's a good Very answer. good guess. There's a lot of uh, interesting outfits as well. The best part of the NFL draft is where Roger Goodell, the commissioner of the NFL, comes out and the entire crowd, uh, the entire state of New York boos him. Actually, not New York. Chicago, Chicago this year, as a matter of fact. But good call, Woody. You knew exactly where I was going with that. Here you go. Smattering of cheers for the city, <laughs> but the old Bronx cheer for the commissioner. It's almost like a, it's, 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 I think it's done out of love now. I think it's almost a must. Sounds like chaos. Sounds like a, like a assembly at my high school. Yeah. You just can't get everybody together and no one's paying attention. Right. Just imagine more dudes wearing shirts with other guys' names on the back and drunk. So then, uh, of course, this happened. With the first pick in the 2015 NFL Draft. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers select Jameis Winston, quarterback, Florida State. As was suspected, he goes number one. Marcus Mariota goes number two to uh, Tennessee is where that went. So uh, that's done now. You can uh, stop hearing about it. Well, at least until a couple of hours from now when they start talking about round two and three, which didn't happen last night. They happen tonight. So it's not fully done, I guess. I shouldn't phrase it that way. But the good news is it'll be done Saturday. Because isn't there, right, four, five, and six or tomorrow? And Let's focus on what really matters, and that's the uh, the fight tomorrow, the one that Chelsea's so fired up about. Mm. You know, Pacquiao and uh, Mayweather Jr. are going at it tomorrow. There's a fight tomorrow? Yes, I know you haven't heard much about it in the media. We talked about the prices of tickets. Um, some seats, apparently, front row had been going for over $300,000. The average ringside seat was seventy-seven. dollars uh, Tickets averaging in the entire arena, $11,000. We knew that. Uh, Pacquiao, though, and I didn't know this, apparently always brings a fairly sizable entourage with him to his bouts. Yeah. Not just the trainers and the guys that he needs for the actual fight, but just, you know, a couple of friends and relatives. Pacquiao purchased 900 tickets for the fight. Now, I know what you're saying. He's one of the boxers, right? He doesn't have to buy his tickets. Don't they give him some tickets? Well, they don't give him 900. He paid between 3 and $4 million just to get friends and relatives into the bout. <laughs> Isn't that awesome? <coughs> So that happened. 
You okay, nine, Chelsea? 900 people? Like, who, you know 900 people? No, no, no. His trainer actually said, I wish you would stop doing this. He doesn't know even the names of many of these people. They are friends, they're relatives, they're friends of relatives, and relatives of friends of relatives. 900 tickets, supposedly, is what he bought for the bow. Wow. wow. Thanks. Right? I mean, that's pretty generous, right? I mean, to spend 3 to $4 million of your own money to get your friends into your fight. But he's making like $100 million just to show up, so it's kind of a drop in the bucket, right? He still spent $3 million, Chelsea. That's a drop in the bucket. Well, it's a different... We don't understand the money like that, so... Here's what I hear you saying. You're not so into the boxing and the money that goes along with it. You'd rather go see a concert, maybe see yeah. somebody sing or something like that. The different, the different side of the arts. Maybe Scott Weiland, perhaps, oh. doing uh, Vaseline there. Did you catch this? Uh, it's been making its way around the internet. a drunk woman doing karaoke. Didn't he just say he hasn't been on drugs in a while? Uh, they still claim. His rep claims that it had nothing to do with drugs. They didn't explain that i seen why he struggled, I guess, with a song that was one of their biggest hits back in the day. But there it is nonetheless. Mm, that's so, sad. That's sad. Uh, movies coming out today. Everybody seems fired up. Avengers Age of Ultron is finally here this weekend. So you've got that to look forward to. It's a new Saturday Night Live this weekend. Scar Joe. Scar Joe, is that what they call her? Scarlett Johansson? I'd rather no. what's, not. What's her catchy nickname? That, that is it Scar is. Joe? Let's just call her Scarlett Johansson. So that's happening tomorrow night. Uh, it's a special family guy on Sunday. It's a new one. It's their 250th episode, apparently. And uh, Liam Neeson will be guest starring on Family Guy this weekend. Also, Letterman uh, has got Steve Martin. Always a classic. Steve Martin tonight on the uh, Letterman show. So you can check that out. Um, And finally, uh, you probably don't need to know this. Although, speaking of fantastic stuff you can watch, apparently there's an upcoming HBO movie called Bessie, where you get to see Queen Latifah in the nude. This is what a lot of people have been asking for. And finally, the good Lord has uh, seen his way clear to make that happen for us. You name one person who's been asking for Queen Latifah. <laughs> How dare you? Uh, let's see. We've got a round of It Happened in Florida, and we're going to hit that for you next. The Woody and Wilcox Show. It Happened in Florida time. Woody and I are going to share stories with you here, all of which are true. One of which... You need to spot as the Florida story. All of them went down somewhere in this great land of ours, but one of them in the Sunshine State. Birthplace of Goofy. You spot that when you win. 844-4WW-SHOW. Woody, story number one. You know, thanks to technology, we get to experience things that in the past would either take, you know, years of dedicated practice to learn or a lot of money. Like, you can go skydiving now in some malls where they've just got that wind tunnel and you can sort of practice skydiving without ever jumping out of an airplane. Those experiences are awesome. And it's it's a wonder why the dude in story number one did what he did. Uh, he shot himself in the foot just to experience what it's like. 
Why? Because you can't go down to the mall and shoot yourself in the foot. There's no experience like that. The cops were called out, and so was an ambulance. And taking him to the hospital, he explained, well, look, I'd never been shot before. I've owned a gun for a while, and I wanted to experience what it's like. So I shot myself in the foot. He was given a ticket for illegally discharging a firearm in city limits. Was it in Florida where he just wanted to experience it? I'm going to apologize for story number two. You know, if you've listened much, that we obviously try to find somewhat interesting stories, unique or strange in some way. And I couldn't find one of those. I could only find another shoplifting story. Yeah, it's a dime a dozen. Just a woman who'd gone into this particular grocery store and in her pants had stuffed five ribeye steaks, six pounds of ground beef, four packs of bacon, two packs of pork ribs, and a gallon of bleach. Did I mention again that those were all in her pants? How big are your pants? How's that possible? I'm going to need a picture. How fat's your French fry? Right. How fat's your French fry? I don't know, Chelsea. No French fry whatsoever, I'm sure. Who's eating tuna? Who's eating tuna? I don't know, Chelsea. Five ribeye steaks. That's a lot. Six pounds of ground beef. That's a lot. Four packs of bacon, two packs of pork ribs, and a gallon of bleach to wash it down. Could you get the bleach in your pants? Never mind the rest of it. No. It's like 20 pounds of product. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, Join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Was she in the state of Florida is the question for you. Woody has the third and final story. Where's the worst place to commit a crime? It's got to be on an airliner while it's in flight, right? You have no escape. And it's amazing that the woman in story number three tried this. Uh, She stole a flight attendant's iPad. While in flight, she didn't stop there. She stole another passenger's passport and a bank card and put those in her underwear. Mm. She was returning from a taping of Judge Judy. So she had that uh, already on her resume. It doesn't say exactly what she was on Judge Judy for, but she was flying home after the taping and decided, hey, free iPad, because, you know. Nobody's going to look for that or suspect that somebody on the plane actually stole it. I'll tell you what, the rate of crime for people who have left the Judge Judy show uh, within the first few hours, I bet you, is way higher than you would imagine. Do they put it all in their underwear? 844-4WW-SHOW. Who's up first to take a shot at this thing? Looks like Roger's up first. Roger, good morning. Good morning. What do you think? All three stories actually happened. Which one went down in Florida? 
I'm going to go story number three. Story number three. Uh, no. She lives in New York. Uh, she thought she could get away with it by stealing the iPad and the passport and throwing it down in the old pantaloons. Uh, I can't wait for the Judge Judy episode on this one. There's got to be a follow-up. 50-50 shot going out to Patrick. Patrick, what do you think? Uh, I'm going to go with story number Nice job. I'm not putting it in my mouth. I'm just putting it on my face. All right, Chelsea. Um, Mount Dora, Florida, is where the 48-year-old woman went into the Winn-Dixie grocery store and stuffed all those items into her pants. Believe it or not, she didn't go unnoticed, although she did make it out of the store. Wow. Somebody thought they saw her putting something in her pants. They had a manager follow her out to her car, and then apparently that's where she... Uh, pardon the expression, emptied her pants, and they discovered okay. <laughs> everything that lay beneath. Some meat fell out of one of the legs? Tell me they resold all that meat, too. <coughs> I don't know. Is this the first time you've eaten beaver? No, she didn't have any beaver in there. Just steaks and ground beef and bacon ribs. and ribs. And a dude in Alicante, Spain, decided, you know what? I own a gun. I wonder what it feels like to be shot. I'll shoot myself in the foot. It's the Woody and Wilcox Show. <laughs> Just a heads up, this may be one of our final two or three fun with NASCARs of the season. Yeah, we're going to switch it up to fun with golf audio coming around the corner, probably by the last week of May or so, somewhere in there. But they're racing this weekend at uh, Talladega. But whether you're a fan of NASCAR or not, really not that important. You sort of have to be a fan of idiocy uh, to enjoy the fun with NASCAR. In this case, we've taken clips out of the broadcast, most of them from last week there in uh, Richmond. And we uh, take them out of context and then point and giggle at them like, uh, you know, 12-year-olds. Because that's what we do. Here's your fun with NASCAR audio for this week. When he goes to the bottom, it looks like he's coming. Just came knocking on uh, Joey Logano's back door. Hello. Huge theme, by the way, to this week's fun with NASCAR. A lot of bottom talk. Hey, guys, don't you think it's interesting? Last week at Bristol, everybody wanted to be on the top. Now everybody wants to be on the bottom. Can't they make up their mind? <laughs> Excuse me. Pardon me. Hello. Way to the bottom goes Larson. He's going to get away with that one. Wow. Man, he just forced that thing in there, but oh. he, had to, he was in the best spot on the bottom. Be careful with the forcing thing. Yeah. That's a two-handed job. Well, I don't I'm not sure about that, Chills. Oh, Danica turned around. Dale Earnhardt gets into the back of her. Awesome. <laughs> Please be cooter. Uh, well, I don't I don't know which one. Danica Patrick had to lift and Mirrors got into her almost turning her around. Yeah, you can see right here that Danica's kind of caught in the middle there. Casey got a nice run on the bottom and just drives right into Danica. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, you know, know what I'm talking, talking about. about. Oh, they've been going at it here pretty hot and heavy. Uh, Trex has got the position, but Johnson bit hard down on the bottom. <laughs> More bottom talk. Do you want to see my tongue? Uh, well, no. There's been a bit of uh, bumping and grinding. They have been all over, just bang, hammering on each other, but. Uh, yeah, Danica, has, she was not getting off well enough. This time, Trevor Bain gives her room on the inside. And Bain gives a little bump and run to Danica between one and two. Uh, that was almost <laughs> disastrous. <laughs> between one and two. I'm not sure. Uh, I believe that's called the gooch. Ah.
Who's eating tuna? Chelsea, come on. I think we may see the old bump and run, or maybe like at Bristol a few weeks ago, the bump and dump. Ah, the old bump and dump. What is it about good sex that makes me have to crap? I guess it's all that pumping. Pump and dump. <laughs> Denny's at the inside of number two. <laughs> it's at the inside of number two. Pump and dump. Yeah. Jeff Gordon has come on. Casey Kane, they may have touched. They did touch. It's and touching. It's evidence, yes. Biffle's going to make the move to the inside of Edwards. He's not riding the rim, but he is up off the bottom a little bit. <laughs> I'm tasting it. I'm not smelling it. All right. That's probably safe. Jimmy Johnson moved off the bottom. You can see him doing it right here as he works the rear of Kevin Harmon. There's some <laughs> grip up there, but you don't want to jump that cushion. No. Uh, have you seen him lately? You definitely do want to jump that cushion. <laughs> jump oh. the cushion? Oh, yeah. If you're jumping the cushion right now, 844-4WW-SHOW is the way that you can get through. I don't think I'm going to make it home without some getting in my pants. Chelsea, really? Does it always have to be about you and your pants? There's your fun with NASCAR audio. It'll be up on the podcast. You can find it after the show. Woody and Wilcox channel there on iHeartRadio. The, the, the Woody and Wilcox Show. I think I need to tell you as a red-blooded American whose birthday it is today. Without this great man, we wouldn't know who to call. Something strange in the neighborhood. Ray Parker Jr.? Damn right. It's Ray Parker Jr.'s birthday? That is correct. Uh (laughs) All right. Please refer to him as his full name. Superstar Ray Parker Jr. Sorry. <laughs> Are we talking about the guy singing the song? Yes. Oh, okay. Yes, the guy who sings the Ghostbusters song. Don't get look at out. me like that. Get out. <laughs> get out of my country. Get out of my head. You che- don't know who Ray Parker Jr. is? He changed the world. Chelsea, Bustin makes you feel good. Damn right it does. I'm surprised you didn't know that. <sighs> God, Chelsea, you just crush the mood. Ray Parker Jr. is 61 years old today, and you don't know who he is. Well, do your homework, okay? Let's meet our contestants. I've come up with a game to honor the great man, and Chelsea's ruining it already. John, I'm sorry you had to be here for this. <laughs> That's no problem. Uh, and taking you on is going to be uh, Samantha. Samantha, good morning. Samantha, turn down your radio. What? <laughs> what? Uh, I think she did. I don't hear us anymore. Samantha? I'm here. Yeah, okay. I'm here. Are you ready to play our game? Yes. All right. Are you celebrating Ray Parker Jr.'s birthday today? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't decided yet. So That's really. a great answer. That's that right. is a great uh, answer. All right. Uh, we're going to be playing a game I'm calling Ghost with the Most or Dude, That's Gross. <laughs> Uh, and Chelsea and Wilcox are going to be playing. Uh, ladies first, uh, Samantha. Well, I, can you explain the game before she bids on who she wants right. to gamble it's with? It's pretty self-evident. I, I'm going to be giving you a name. You tell me if it's a ghost that uh, uh, it was listed on Wikipedia or if it's a term from Urban Dictionary. Now, what do you mean a ghost, a ghost. that was listed on Wikipedia? These are, you know, there are certain areas of the world where they have a specific ghost in this particular area. She's the lady of the lake or whatever it is. 
That type of thing. But Famous I, ghosts in real life, theoretically. That's correct. Okay. Yeah. Or what now? Something from Urban Dictionary? That's right. And you're calling it what? I'm sorry. Ghost with the most or dude, that's gross. Ghost with the most. Okay, let's move it along. Samantha, who would you like to play on your behalf? Chelsea or Chelsea, Wilcox? Chelsea, please. I'm going to go with Chelsea. Chelsea. All right. Boys versus girls. John, you and Wilcox are manacled together. All right, name is your buzzer. You get it right, you get a point. You get it wrong, your opponent gets a point. Are you ready to play ghost with the most or, dude, that's gross. I'm ready. Mm-hmm. Brown lady. Wilcox. Wilcox. Dude, that's gross. Dude, that's wrong. Ah! One for Chelsea, the brown lady. Raham Hall ghost, which uh, reportedly uh, haunts the hall there in Norfolk. She uh, is one of the most famous hauntings, was photographed by Country Life magazine, known as the Brown Lady because she wears a brown brocade dress. Brown brocade. I don't even know what that means. Neither do I, and I read the words. All right, uh, one for Chelsea, nothing for Wilcox. Uh, Nantucket chiller. Wilcox. Wilcox. Dude, that's gross. Oh, yeah. uh, where you commit a particular act and then you uh, whip out a box fan and blow it on your partner for three to five minutes while eating a can of baked beans, also known as a nor'easter wet willy. <laughs> or a... Do people just put words together? And then tuck it chiller. <laughs> it's like um, Mad Libs. I got it at one for uh, John and I and one for Chelsea and Samantha. Yes. Uh, celebrating rape. Parker Jr.'s birthday by, of course, playing Ghost with the Most, or Dude, that's gross. What do we have for item number three, Woody? Dunger Vaughn Whooper. Chelsea. Chelsea. Uh, Ghost with the Most. Nice job, yeah. Ghost with ties to an alleged murderer along the Dunger Vaughn River in central New Brunswick, Canada in the late 19th century. Good pull. Dunger Vaughn Whooper. Uh, All right, up next... Kuchisakiana. Wilcox. Wilcox. Ghost with the most. Yeah, she's a woman who uh, apparently was mutilated by her husband uh, back in the early 1800s in uh, Nagasaki, Japan. The rumor has it that she'll go up to you and ask, am I pretty? And if you say no, she kills you. If she says yes, she takes off her mask and asks again. And if you say no, she kills you. And if you say yes, she kills you. <laughs> what? The proper thing to do is throw candy at her. She'll get distracted, and then you run away when you see the Kuchisakiana. Ah, the Japanese. Mm. What won't they think of next? It all comes down to this. This is it? This is the barn. Two burner. a piece on Ghost with the Most, or dude, that's gross. Yes. I'm ready. One eyed Chewbacca. Wilcox. Wilcox. Dude, that's gross. <laughs> Chewbacca is the term for the nether region of somebody who is rather unkempt down there. Got drunk at the bar last night, ended up going home with a one-eyed Chewbacca. Not going to do that again. Wait, is that a woman saying that or a man? Or I guess it doesn't matter. Either way, it doesn't matter. Uh, Tough break for you, Samantha, but you did choose, so uh, you picked your poison. (laughs) John, look at us winning on Ghost with the Most, or dude. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, baby. It's going to be a great day. It is. It's already a great day. I don't uh, really want to go off on a rant, but I feel that it's necessary because somebody's got to stand up and do something. 
I was watching the news this morning, and as a matter of fact, I flipped around to a couple of different channels. This is the national news on ABC, on NBC, and on CBS. They were spending time talking about Kate Middleton having a baby. If you don't know, she's the princess of blah, blah, blah over there in England. I don't care. Four minutes on each one of their newscasts this morning dedicated to talking about a woman who's having a kid. We didn't kick their ass back in the 1700s so we could have this, and I'm not standing for it. Why is it there's somebody who goes, we don't need to know? Or better yet, look, I understand she's a princess and a major ally of this great country of ours. Cool. When the kid comes out, be like, yay, it's a boy, it's a girl, here's its name. Now back to your regularly scheduled program of Knight Rider. Or whatever else they're going to put out there. I don't need to know that there are people camping out in front of the hospital where she is going to give birth there in England. And yet they covered it this morning. There are people camping out at the hospital. Oh, yeah. Imagine like the new iPhone is coming out or the new Star Wars movie in a couple of months. We are going to see people who throw up a tent in front of a theater for weeks beforehand. Yeah, but that's different. You're buying a product or getting in line to get a spot in a theater. It's necessary for you to be first. That's correct. A baby being born... She hasn't even checked in yet, so we don't... That's correct. She's not even at the hospital. No! No! (laughs) They're camping out at a hospital that no one's at? Yes! (laughs) What? And ABC has got a camera and a microphone, and they're like, so you're very fired up about this. What are you doing, you funny accent people? But see, everybody's going to see the child, right? Or are they going to touch? Do they? Is it like the first hundred people in line get to go in and... Kiss the baby? Cut the umbilical cord? Or is there some prize at the end of that? No. This is this is the dumbest. If you've camped out for, like, concert tickets, like what I said, you got to see and experience something, and you got to take something away from that. The ticket stub or the, the memories of a lifetime. These people are literally sleeping outside for no reason. Wait. I, I think that their goal is to see her. I don't. They're not allowed to touch her. I'm sure. Is it really that different than people that camp out for the Oscars or wherever they have that big red carpet and the stands and everything? Is it so different? Do like, people camp out for the Oscars? I've never heard of that. They don't sleep overnight. I think they do. No. Yes. But still, is that to get into the Oscars? It's not to just be there. It's those viewing stands, yeah, where all the, the stars see, again, walk by. again, you're awarded for something for your efforts. Well, they think they're going to be rewarded with seeing the you know first what else? couple or whatever they are who if they're If you turn on with. your television, I'm sure they'll show you the same pictures. Not the same. Like, how are we the ones to judge them? Think about all the ridiculous celebrity stuff we do in this country. Somebody's trying to sell Kanye's air on craigslist come on let's not throw but stuff this would be yeah, like that's camping out in front of that dude's house in a tent on the sidewalk for the opportunity to buy the kanye air that's the level of dumb that this is I mean, you're right we do a crazy amount of stuff but camping out at a hospital that no one's at well she, i mean she is having a baby sometime soon it'd be different if they were just camped out there and she was 
four months pregnant. But they've been making preparations oh, for this. Oh, that'd be crazy. Thing. You're right. The hashtag Great Kate Wait is trending on Twitter for those of you who wanted to follow along with idiots that are sleeping on the wow. ground outside of a hospital. You know, it's their thing. Just let them have no. it. No. No. They're making it our thing, and that's my problem. You want to do this? You live your life. I'm not going to judge you. When the ABC, NBC, and CBS News report it as news, that's when I have the problem with it. When you come up and you're like, well, we could have a story about a kitten who was stuck in a tree or something that really matters in people's lives. Let's show some people sleeping outside of a hospital in England and then talk to them. Interview them about Hey, so what are you doing? I'm sleeping in a tent outside of a hospital. My life couldn't get any better. I want to. I, I wanted. I, I was going to go Elvis on that TV. I was just going to whip out a gun and start shooting it. Elvis shot a TV. <laughs> I was wondering where he's going with that too. The TV died on the crapper. <laughs> what? I don't get it. Look it up. You were going to make a. Peanut butter and banana sandwich out of he a TV? He didn't like what was on the TV, whipped out a handgun, and fired a couple of rounds into it. Well, I hope you make it through the day, Woody. <laughs> I feel like there was sarcasm in that comment, no. Chelsea. Yeah. <laughs> you watch your ass. What you've just said huh? is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. All right. It's the Woody and Wilcox Show. Seems like you could get addicted to just about anything nowadays, right? We talked in the past about uh, Tiger Woods had a sex addiction. Uh, well, he's not the only one. My God, we've heard of right. plenty of right. people who claim they have a sex addiction. Shopping addiction and then the traditional ones. Did you hear about the mom who beat her addiction uh, by hypnosis? And it's not necessarily the addiction that caught my eye. It's what she was addicted to. This is a woman who drank 24 cans of Red Bull every Day. Every day. Wake up, 24 cans. Boom. I guess go to sleep, wake up the next day. It doesn't say a lot about sleep, but she said, just, you know, being a mom, she's 31 years old. She needed a little bit, uh, a little bit of a boost in her life, started drinking the, the Red Bull. And then quickly found herself, well, I running a little low, need another one, need another one, and built up a 24-can-a-day habit before they had an intervention and somebody brought in a hypnotherapist to get her off the stuff. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation? Where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Never mind the quantity of it, which is mind-blowing. Mm-hmm. What is a, I mean, even when you're buying in bulk, 
<laughs> like just monetary. What is that running you a day? Yeah. It's cost wise. Gotta be I mean, I don't know. a couple of thousand dollars a month. You'd have to get well, maybe she goes to like a wholesaler or something like that. But even then You're probably, if I recall, probably twenty bucks. That's why the markup is so high, like on bars and stuff like that. So But you're talking about twenty four cans a day for average thirty day a thousand dollars a month then? This is where we do math. <laughs> Not, let's Where's just our math say, experts? Right? Let's just say it's, it's a lot. Uh, more than you probably should spend on Red Bull. And I understand, you know, caffeine is like a drug. You're going to need more to get an effect. Like, I worry about myself and coffee sometimes. I'm like, why can't I feel it? <laughs> <laughs> Did you get that one? Was that clean? <laughs> yes, it was. Uh, like, uh, uh, <laughs> Okay. I'm tasting it. I'm not smelling it. All right. Just making sure. Uh, Why can't I feel it? Got but it. 24 seems very dangerous, right? Like oh, I, yeah. I, I, you've, you've heard me talk about Scott and his Mountain Dew problem. What do you think? His, where he, where's he on that? Uh, like in a can, if you were to break it down to cans, well, he's he, probably drinking a two liter bottle. But Yeah, well, he normally, um, he can drink a 12 pack of cans in 24 hours. Is that a normal thing? We don't normally have cans, but nor- it, it's probably like a two liter a day, every day and a half. I don't know, because then he talk about the cost thing. We'll come home with like one of those tiny little bottles because that costs the same amount as a two liter. Oh, but I needed a cold one, Chelsea. <laughs> it's exorbitant. If I think about it too much, I'll get really, really upset. Like I'm worried about it from a health standpoint and from a cost standpoint. You know, Do they list? I've, you know, we should probably. This is probably easy to check, but sort of strange addictions. I mean, obviously, we know the TV show, and I think a lot of that is BS. The mm-hmm. People who are eating seats and mm-hmm. can't stop making love to their car and those sorts of things. But theoretically, this is legitimate. It's not outlandish enough to be made up, right? It's not the person who can't stop eating the glue off the back of an envelope. You know, those are the ones that you see on TLC or whatever. Well, who did we hear about in sports? Um, who's that golfer that used to drink a lot, and then he, he substituted that for like a case of Diet Coke a day? Oh, John Daly. Yeah. He just he stopped the booze and got on the Diet Coke in the hot pants, you know? So he it wears hot a, pants? <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I feel like this kind of thing happens a lot, and people are probably like, well, you know, I'm not doing drugs. I'm not drinking. So this is my one vice, my 24 cans of Red Bull a day or, you know, fill in the blank. Who's listening now or who knows someone who has an odd or crazy amount mm-hmm. of some product that they're addicted to? 844-4WW-SHOW. It doesn't have I mean, to be- as weird as 24 Red Bull a day sounds... I bet it's not the strangest thing. No. And you're talking about something that's pretty regular, not the time Scott ate the 24 pudding packs or whatever it was. But, like, somebody has... <laughs> That's not an addiction. Somebody just, has four granola a, bars a day. A is <laughs> Four granola close. bars a day for me is not a crazy amount. It's, four packs. Says you. That's it's eight. really eight granola bars a day. Still right. within the realm of Borderline. <laughs> Borderline. Right. All right. If well, I see you start grinding them up and putting them into syringes, then we're going to have another right. I think until that happens, I think I'm doing fine. The Woody and Wilcox Show. So I had uh, read a story about a woman shockingly still alive after her habit of 24 cans of Red Bull a day. 
an addiction is what she called it, and I think we could all agree with it. Uh, pretty amazing she used uh, hypnotherapy to break her habit of 24 cans a day. Thanks to everybody who is uh, tweeting at Woody and Wilcox about the cost of 24 cans of Red Bull, hovering right about somewhere $1,000, $1,300 a month, depending upon where you shop. So it, over fifteen grand a year. Josh tweeted at us, a 24-pack of 8.4-ounce Red Bulls at Sam's Club is $32. And that's what she says she drinks a day. A day. So. Unless she's got a guy. sixty a week. Unless you know? she's got a guy. Yeah, you know, who distributes them to maybe restaurants or bars, save herself some bucks. It's still going to be a lot of money, however you break it down. Right. But also people ringing in with what they drink. Uh, Sean said, I drink at least 18 20-ounce Cokes a day. I. It's amazing. I mean, I'm sure that we all, if we broke it down, we, we eat and drink a lot of the same thing. But 18 a day? It seems like a lot. I got a tweet from the amazing Stevo. He says he doubles Scott's Mountain Dew intake every day at the minimum. He says, I'm talking at least four two liters, two 12 packs, or one cube thing. I don't know what the cube thing is, a but day? it's a, a day. And he also told me to lighten up on Scott. <laughs> two 12 packs a day. That's a case. Yeah. 844-4WW shows how you can get through. Uh, we're looking for people who maybe, you know, you drink that much or somebody you heard of. Uh, Ava's got a story for us. Says, Is this about you or somebody you know, Ava? I was told this story. I, was, I don't know this firsthand. But um, this person I know said that they had to go to the hospital because they were on, like, a construction crew. Mm-hmm. And they were drinking, like, an enormous amount of those monster energy drinks, those real tall ones. And um, <laughs> they had to go to the hospital because their scrotum swelled up to the size of a grapefruit. <laughs> and the doctor said that it's like the additives in it, because he was taking in so much of that and caffeine, that it can create blockages. Create blockages? Yeah. Um, they gave him some sort of medicine that made it, you know, go back down, but... They said it was very, very painful. I had to go to the emergency room for this. So supposedly his scrotum got swollen from drinking too much Monster Energy drinks? I swear, that's what he, that's what they told me. <laughs> <laughs> and I, it, there was like, I don't know all the parts down there, but I guess uh, one of the tubes, <laughs> I guess it made it swell and, you know, inside. And, um, and so he had to get on medicine and they said, never, never, never drink these energy drinks because... You know, they're not FDA approved. And if you drink too much, this kind of stuff happens. That's amazing. Ava, appreciate the call. 844-4WW show. As she was talking right there, I just Googled monster energy drink, swollen testicles. I did the same thing. Did you really? Yes. So the fourth thing down on Google is uh, my testicles hurt from drinking too much energy drink. Dot com? No, it's just a, it's sort of like a, like a WebMD type of thing where people can post their problems or issues and other people may or may not answer it. Really? <laughs> so it's a thing. Well, it may be a thing. It's, you know, it's, that's so hard. To... It's the fourth thing down. It's a thing then. Brandon says, I have a worker who buys Slim Jims by the case and keeps them in his work truck. He unwraps five at a time and eats that four or five times a day. Thanks to Brandon, who said, is Woody's mom a product? If so, I have a uh, an addiction. Is listening to you guys for four hours a day, five days a week, a horrible addiction? 
Yes, absolutely. 844-4WW-SHOW is how you can get through. At Woody and Wilcox on Twitter. It's the Woody and Wilcox Show. 24 of anything a day is probably too much, especially when you're talking about Red Bulls. Uh, And that's what a woman cured her addiction to. She had 24 can a day habit. Thanks to everybody on Twitter at Woody and Wilcox and uh, on the Facebook page who are doing the math on how much it costs. And to uh, looks like is it D.C.? How is the Red Bull lady not dead yet? I used to drink Monster Energy drink a lot and I could feel it in my heart. And that's one of those things where if you do more than one or two of those cans, you're like, mm, I think something's wrong and I just need to sit down for a little while. Uh, 844-4WW-SHOW. If you or somebody in your life has got uh, some sort of addiction that's similar to this, we'd love to hear about it. Looks like uh, Peter's on the line. Peter, what are your thoughts? What's your story, man? My wife, the, uh, the Coke Zero, she drinks two two liters a day. Really? Wow. And Unfortunately, you know, she's a stage three diabetic, so she can't drink regular soda. So I said, drink that because of no sugar. But where some people get up, have a glass of juice, cup of coffee, whatever, she gets up and pours about a 20 ounce cup of soda. And she drinks two a day, two, two liters a day. I get the sense from the voice uh, that you're trying to get her to stop that. Yeah, at the very least, cut down on it. But it just, uh, you know, it's kind of, I guess, a lost cause, like, pretty much. That's her thing. And, you know, and so strangely enough, her doctor said that it's really not an issue because there's no calories in it and there's no sugar in it. Yeah, but I think there's other other stuff stuff that's in it that's probably not the best for you to be drinking Mm -hmm. in that level. And I get it. That's my soda of choice. If I'm going to have one, it's going to be a Coke Zero from time to time. But we were talking off the air could you drink that much of anything, really, in one day without just kind of getting bored with the taste? Well, well see, that's what I was thinking, too, because of all the syrup and stuff yeah. that they use to color it. Because I, I actually drive a tractor trailer. I used to drive cross-country. Mm. And we used to do a lot for Coca-Cola. And before the syrup is diluted, it's actually placarded corrosive. And that means basically it has the same characteristics as like a car battery in its raw form. Oh, you, so when you I, carry it in the truck, it has to be labeled corrosive? Yes, it does, because you carry it in 55-gallon drums, and it's a ratio of like one gallon of syrup goes to about 100 gallons of soda. They dilute the syrup that much. Oh, I see. Wow, though that's still fascinating, isn't it? Yeah. I knew a guy that yeah. went to the plant, and they are like skull and crossbones on the stuff that they use. Do you ever uh, do you ever dip your body parts in it so <laughs> that your wife will enjoy the flavor more? <laughs> I, I thought about that. Maybe the tulip. I'm kind of scared because I don't know. Yeah, it might uh, might ruin the moment, or maybe leave some unnecessary scars that I really don't want to have. Yeah, I, I, now's not the time to chicken out on that. I got to tell you, you gotta you gotta man up. She's drinking that much uh, of the Coke Zero. Do it for her. 844-4WW-SHOW, the way that you can get through. By the way, within the next 20-plus minutes or so, a uh, fun with NASCAR audio on the ticket for you as well today. It's the Woody and Wilcox Show. Uh, We're all married here on the Woody and Wilcox Show. Not to each other. Uh, We all have significant others. And uh, I assume we all have wedding pictures, right? Chelsea, did you uh, you guys take wedding pictures after you got married? I have one of her pictures, so I know there were photos. In a ditch next to a park or wherever you got married? Where was it? Next to a river? It was the Greenway. Okay. 
Did you guys take pictures? Yeah, I mean, we just a couple snap. It wasn't you. Know, yeah, not not yeah. professional. Yeah, we didn't have a uh, professional photographer either. Uh, the reason I bring it up is a couple has decided to file a lawsuit, becoming great Americans by filing that lawsuit after they discovered that their engagement photos before they got married ended up as the cover of a book. Can you imagine that? You're going shopping uh, there online or at the Barnes & Noble or something like that. You're walking down the aisle and you look over at a book and you're like, hey, that's that's me. Wow, that's our engagement photo. How the hell did that end up on a book? With, obviously, without their permission, uh, they have filed a lawsuit against the author, also against Apple, Amazon, and Barnes & Noble, who distributed the book. For using their likeness without permission. Uh, the book, if you're wondering, A Gronking to Remember by <laughs> Lacey Noonan. Remember we talked about this uh, after Ron Gronkowski went on the... Rob. Uh, Rob, sorry. Went on the Jimmy Kimmel show and uh, was um, reading from his book. A Gronking to Remember, which is described as a softcore porn about football. I imagine myself in football equipment. It's late at night in the locker room. Everyone's gone. Just chilling on a body armor sports drink. The lights are low, but there I am looking sweet in my gear. A pretty pink uniform, but pantless. My bare ass on the cold wooden bench. It's sort of like that, and that's why they've decided to file a lawsuit after they say they have suffered pain, ridicule, and embarrassment of their picture being on the cover of A Gronking to Remember. Does that seem like too big of a random coincidence to actually be true? I feel like we're missing something. Like, does the author know these people somehow? No. She just found a random engagement picture on the internet, put it on the cover of her book, and whoever published it was like, okay, whatever. That's how it happened? Why would that even be on the cover of a book about having sex with Rob Gronkowski? Because obviously you can't use his likeness. He's famous. So if you randomly search for what you thought were anonymous people who would never hear about your book, A Gronking to Remember, you figure, oh, just grab it from the internet. Exactly, Chelsea. Does the guy look like Gronk? No. Are they in a locker room? No. See, that's what I don't get. Is like it has nothing to do with what the book's about. Well, you don't read, so you don't know this, and you don't go to bookstores. Here we go. A lot of times, the cover has nothing to do with what the book is about, specifically romance novels, right? You've got Fabio up there, and he's standing on a volcano with the flowing locks, and the woman is half-dressed, and she's falling over him, and it's not. it has nothing to do with volcanoes or Fabio or any of but it. But those aren't generally engagement pictures. You guys have been married for a long time, but if you take an engagement pictures is apparently a really, really big thing these days, mm-hmm. and it's usually like there's train tracks involved, and uh, probably a field of some kind of flowers. There's a picture of of, the, of your shoes. Right. The, the, the there picture... are train tracks involved. What are you talking about? 
It means that don't get married. You're about to get run over by a train. That's a, it's a, a big location for engagement shoots. Uh, their picture, they were isolated because they did the, I think they're in like a wheat field or something like mm-hmm. that. And they're sort of embracing and he's kissing her forehead. And just their images were lifted from the background and placed on the cover of the book. And in the background, you see uh, Rob Gronkowski with his helmet on sort of looking at the couple in their embrace. <laughs> The couple has been changed if you log on to uh, like Amazon right now and try and search for the book. The couple has been changed out to somebody else in light of this lawsuit. This is the same woman who uh, wrote the book Eat Fresh, an imaginary lesbian novel that covers the Wendy's girl, Jan from Toyota and Flo from Progressive. Did Subway sue her over that? I don't think so. Not yet. But I I imagine with this lawsuit, there's going to be another one. There is a woman laying by a pool in that one, and I'm sure that was lifted from the Internet as well. And there may be further ramifications. That that has to be one of the most surreal moments of a person's life, right? Hey. I think it would be an honor to be on the cover of a Gronking to Remember. As a matter of fact, I volunteer us to be on the cover of that book. Think about the publicity you would get out of it. How awesome would it be that you could tell your friends, this is not lawsuit material, this is high-five material. I'll have to read it first and get back to you. You're going to read A Gronking to Remember first? It's $2.51 right now on Amazon. <laughs> Are you sure you make enough here to actually afford something like that? Yeah, you're right. Probably want to save my pennies. Well, let us know how the lawsuit goes with um, Subway or these people or whoever else is getting in on that bandwagon. It's going to be pretty fantastic, I think. I think just in time for Mother's Day, you know what your mom really wants? A gronking to remember. Who's with me? I know Bill Belichick is. Oh, I couldn't find it. (laughs) Come on, man! I've handled dozens Dozens of of balls. balls. I'm not squeezing the balls. I'm not... Rubbing them. That's chapter one. It's the Woody and Wilcox Show. All right, let's play a round of It Happened in Florida. You can get in at 844-4WW-SHOW. Woody and I are going to share three stories with you. All of them are true. One of them, at least, happened in Florida. You spot the Florida story, and we award you uh, the winner status. Woody, story number one. It's about an 18-year-old woman who is already facing some pretty serious charges for breaking and entering. She got into a little bit of a fight with her ex-boyfriend and thought, you know, the way to win his heart back is to break into his apartment and tear some stuff up. That's not the gist of the story. It's that she has also been charged with intentionally creating a biohazard. You see, as she was sitting in the back of the police cruiser uh, and they were finishing up some reports going on, the 18-year-old woman uh, dropped trow and then dropped anchor in the back of the police cruiser. It's a nice touch. Creating an illegal biohazard waste. The cruiser was out of commission for eight hours. Is that commentary specifically on hers, or would it be biohazard no matter who did it? Or are they saying hers is really bad? I I read it as hers was particularly toxic, although I think you're right in assuming that 
anybody or anything that would have dropped anchor in the back there probably would have been a biohazard. Okay. Uh, she has been charged with creating that, and it uh, cost them $100 to clean the back of the car. Should have called zero, Russ. I totally agree. Uh, was it in Florida? You be the judge at 844-4WW-SHOW. Now, help me out here. Let's say, for instance, that the authorities, police, are doing training. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. At your local airport. You know, they need to make sure that their skills are sharp in case there are explosives. Mm-hmm. So they place dynamite in an airplane to carry out their exercises to train. Should they leave that behind or should, when they're done with their exercises, should they take the live dynamite with them? Which do you think is the right way to go on this? Is this a trick question? (laughs) No, I'm just asking for your answer. Somebody forgot it? Because my guess is your answer is going to be different than what actually happened. Yeah, I, I say you take the live dynamite yeah. off the aircraft. No, that's wrong. Right. They uh, apparently forgot that they had live dynamite from, dynamite from one of their training exercises. And four days later, at this major U.S. airport, they discovered that there was live dynamite on a plane. Now, before you jump all over them, the police chief did apologize. Was it Florida? 844-4WW-SHOW is the way that you can get through. Did he hold a press conference and just say, my bad? Uh, Story number three, you may want to get a piece of paper and a pen, something to write with. Take the notes. Uh, A real dentist does not carry a pair of pliers in his shirt pocket, and a real dentist does not practice out of his car. We've had these stories before, but this one's a little bit different. A woman told the jury... Uh, at the trial that she was a little bit alarmed when the dentist that she was going to whipped out pliers out of his shirt pocket that seemed to be unclean and put them into her mouth as she was reclined in the front seat of his car. That's when she heard a loud crack inside her mouth. Oh, come on. And realized that Maybe this guy's not the dentist that I thought he was. So if his pocket had been clean, she would have been okay with it. (laughs) She felt like he had an unclean pocket. pocket. Yeah, when your pocket's unclean, it's a tough day. When the dentist tells you to meet you on 2B of the parking garage, that's your first clue. 
he may not have a clean pocket. How about, how about when he throws the tooth out the window of the car once he's done extracting it out of your don't head? Don't need this well, anymore. Well, I don't know why. What unless, else do you do with it? Yeah, you're not going to make a necklace out of it. Uh, the good news is uh, she did pay him in sex. After all, they did meet on an internet dating site. Slow down. What is happening? Wait, who's who's mad at who then? Is that how his pocket got dirty? <laughs> Sex before the tooth or after? I believe it was after. And she's a trooper. <laughs> yeah. Florida, you be the judge at 844-4WW-SHOW. Ladies, you think you've had to sit through some bad sessions. She just had her tooth yanked out in the parking garage and had sex with a guy. Well, want to get it done? Okay. <laughs> oh, man. Holy Jay? Cow. All three stories are true. Which one went down in the dingly dangly state of Florida? Uh, let's see here. I'm going to guess number one, the drop and trowel one. Drop and trowel, drop and anchor. Absolutely. Uh, that one did go down in, uh, where was it? Pinellas County, Florida is where it went down. Story number two, you've uh, probably never heard of this. It's called Los Angeles International Airport. And. That's where the live stick of dynamite stood for four days after the authorities did an exercise there. Now, I will say this wasn't on an active airliner. It wasn't like it was on, you know, Southwest 301. It was on a plane that was at the museum there at the airport. However, out in the open on one of the runways adjacent to where planes do take off and land. Right. So and according to the authorities, they said... Well, there was some TNT in it, but come on. Is that like being a little pregnant? How does that happen? Somebody's like, oh, yeah, what do we do with that dynamite? I I thought you got it. Oh, no, I thought you got it. I threw it out of the car when I pulled that woman's tooth. Is that Uh, right? New Zealand is where that one went down. That's where the dirty-pocketed, (laughs) non-dentist, sex-having, in-the-car, tooth-throwing man lives. (laughs) All right, I'm booking my flight. It's the Woody and Wilcox Show. When I bring up the words Jeffrey Dahmer, what's the first thing that comes to mind? Eating boys. Uh, well, he was a killer. Sorry, I shouldn't say it like that. <laughs> well, that's kind of what he did. Yeah, it's kind of. Yeah, I, I think you're right. Yeah, you guys have hit it on the head. And- Mass murderer who was luring men to his home right. under the. Yes. Guys of gay sex, right, and then would kill guys and eat them, right. If and you don't know, because that does go back a ways now. Jeffrey Don, well, he's been dead for twenty years. Has it been twenty years? I want to say close to it. And the last time we talked about, they wanted to put a vegetarian restaurant in his childhood home, so uh, he's still in the news here and there. Peta did want to do that. They wanted to buy Jeffrey Dahmer's childhood home and make it years. into a bitch. Yeah, as a matter of fact, Wilcox is right. Uh, November twenty eighth, nineteen ninety four, is when. Jeffrey Dahmer was killed in prison. And the reason I bring it up is not to rehash 20-year-old stuff. Uh, his killer uh, has a new book coming out. Right. He was killed in prison, this guy, in case right. you aren't familiar with the story. And uh, that guy is now using the Twinkie defense as to why he killed Jeffrey Dahmer as part of his explanation of what's going on. He, uh, the guy who killed him, uh, is serving three life sentences in a medium security prison, 
and uh, publishes poetry books now. So in case you're looking for a Mother's Day gift for somebody you love very much. How fanciful. uh, You may go ahead and get a look at that. And uh, it was fascinating because... Killed Jeffrey Dahmer, by the way, with a shower rod, if I recall right. Right. It says metal bar from the weight room, which is no more fun. But I believe it was in the showers. I don't know where he got the metal bar from the weight room. But Um, just bashed him in the head a couple of times. So uh, have you seen any of the interviews with him? No, and I hadn't heard the Twinkie defense, which is... Not that he killed him with a Twinkie, but that somehow his food caused him to do it. The Twinkie defense basically says that when you have uh, bread or refined sugars or flour, it causes you to have a psychotic break. It was uh, used unsuccessfully, I think, every single time. It's not legally recognized as a defense for committing crimes, but the spike of... You know, uh, blood sugar along with the refined foods thing causes your brain to go, and then you have a little bit of an episode. And you have to kill somebody. But it doesn't have to be from eating a Twinkie. Sorry, just trying to clarify. Right. That's Could have been a ho-ho. Uh, could right. have been any refined white sugar. Snowball, Suzy Q. What? Okay. Right. Chocodile. Honey bun. Zinger. Sure. Right. right. <laughs> Okay. I think we have covered most snack foods. Yes, it doesn't have to be the Hostess Twinkie. Chunky. But I found it fascinating. This dude was being interviewed because he's got a book coming out or something like that. And he's like, well, I killed Dahmer and I did it because he really got under my skin. He used to fashion his prison food into body parts and then eat them in front of us. So, you know, he'd he'd take his chicken nuggets and mash them up into the shape of a hand or a foot. And then be like, nom, 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 and they eat it in front of us, and it really Jeez. pissed off the other prisoners. Kind of like Cookie Monster, but it was Jeffrey Dahmer. Okay. finger. Mm, good. Wow. Wow. To be, he thought he was being funny, or he just wanted to reminisce? I'm going to throw it out there that Jeffrey Dahmer doesn't have the best sense of humor. <laughs> <laughs> That's just a guess. I don't know the guy. He told a hell of a knock knock. Get out there on the the limb. Really? Are you sure? Do you want to retract (laughs) that statement at all? Sure, he killed a lot of people and ate them, but my God, was he funny. Why does it? I don't think anybody's saying that about Jeffrey Dahmer. (laughs) He uh, He would play disturbing jokes like that on other inmates. So he did consider it sort of a. Fashioning fake body parts out of prison food. Practical joker. I. Why is this. Coming out now, so many years later, like did did the Twinkie defense not exist back in the early nineties, or it didn't matter anyway? He was already in jail. I think he just suddenly realized. Well, yeah, he was already doing life for a previous murder, uh, and I think two life sentences, as a matter of fact. And then he uh, he got uh, this one added on to that. And after that much time in prison, I suddenly realized, hey, I sort of have these psychotic episodes when I eat high sugar foods therefore i have the twinkie defense doesn't seem like anybody should even have to defend themselves against killing jeffrey yeah, Dahmer, nobody right? I mean, nobody was everybody should have been like hey all right all right well, high five yep that's cool moving right. on keep it on the down low okay don't right. tell anybody we, we won't say anything we'll say either. he tripped <laughs> <laughs> and hit his head repeatedly into a metal bar right yeah, whatever he's in prison just throwing it out there. So this is just beginning, or this has... Oh, no, he's he's going to be in jail. But he just got out of solitary confinement. 18 years right. of solitary confinement. So now he's out, and he's he, his book is dropping like in two weeks, so he needs to promote it. And this is how. That sounds right. 18 years of solitary confinement. A lot of time to write. 
Right. That, that, that's not going to affect a guy at all. Right? <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> sure, he's not going to be fashioning his chicken nuggets into a foot or anything like that anytime soon. Well, the book comes out just in time for Mother's Day or no? Not out yet. Uh, look for it in store shelves soon. Mom, here you go. Got you poetry by Jeffrey Dahmer's killer. The Woody and Wilcox Show. You guys familiar with how-old.net? Has your Facebook or your Twitter feed become clogged with people posting pictures of themselves? How-old.net? Don't understand you. No. Uh, It's a website, Chelsea. Welcome to the 21st century. Al Gore created the internet so that we could have a website like this, how-old.net. And it's basically a place where you can go and you put in your own photo and it does an analysis of a lot of different things. The color of your hair, the wrinkles on your face to determine your age. I've taken the liberty of putting Wilcox's picture in there. <laughs> and 54 was the first one that came no. up. Sweet. 54 and then 49 came up mm-hmm. on another picture that I threw out there. Those are both too high. Uh, are they? Or yes, are they, way they too are. Low? No, they're too high. Are you sure? About I'm positive. That? Literally, this is a thing that uh, it was blowing up on my Facebook yesterday. Now, wait a second, though, because I just I just put Wilfred Brimley's picture in, and it says he's 62. And correct me if I'm wrong; he's closer to dead than to 62. How dare you? I don't know how old he is. I don't think 62 is that far off. He's probably I, in his 70s. He's 80 something, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, he is 80, exactly. So my point is, it's not always super accurate. Don't get your panties in Well, that's in the, the thing. You could put in different pictures because I grabbed another shot of Wilcox and it said 34. And it's just, it's fascinating that, you know, we all take good pictures. We all take bad pictures. And sadly, everybody posts them on Facebook. But you put them in here and you're like, oh, my God, when I turn this way, I look this age. If I look like that. Suddenly older than Wilcox. By the way, I put a couple of pictures of you from last night when you were wearing your leotard at the girls' night out, and it uh, identified you as a pregnant woman. So there's even further it can do that inaccuracies, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, if you missed that, it's one of the reasons why Twitter was invented, was to see the photos of Woody from last night. So at Woody and Wilcox, if you're not following along. I thought we were tight. I thought we could keep that between ourselves. <laughs> is, that, is that not a... Uh, I'm just doing you a favor, I think. How is that doing me a favor, exactly? I'm not sure. Hmm. How-old.net. Enjoy it. Believe me, you can burn up all kinds of corporate time today (laughs) uploading various pictures of all your Facebook friends and finding out how truly old they are. The Woody and Wilcox Show. What did we learn today on the Woody and Wilcox Show? I don't think we learned anything. Oh, boy. You couldn't be wronger. Excuse me? We learned that Woody looks as good as ever in a purple leotard uh, slash bunny suit. If you missed the photos on the uh, Twitter feed, you can check it out now. At Woody and Wilcox is the way to follow along. Thanks to everybody, by the way, at the Ronald McDonald House for having us out to their girls' night out last night. Pretty cool event. And again, I'm sorry to the person I spilled beer all over. We learned that there are people already camped out at a hospital in London in anticipation of this new baby being born to Princess whatever her name is. She's not even there yet. She's not having the baby. She's eventually having a baby 
and they're camping out at a hospital. We learned that Jeffrey Dahmer was quite a prankster. And a horrible murderer, but a prankster as well. Of course, we also found out, I'm sure you already knew this, uh, but thanks to Woody, we learned that today is Ray Parker Jr.'s birthday. Yeah, you're damn right. Of course, you know him as the man who did the (laughs) Ghostbusters theme song. 61 years young. Yeah. So, of course, because of that, we played a round of Ghost with the Most or Dude That's Gross, where Woody would give us the name of something, and it was either a famous ghost somewhere in the world or something from Urban Dictionary. We found out that the brown lady is, in fact, a famous ghost, Mm -hmm. but a Nantucket chiller is something from Urban Dictionary. Troubling sex move, basically, similar to a nor'easter wet willy, is actually a ghost. One-eyed Chewbacca falls under the dude that's gross category. I'll let you figure out what it is. Oh, yeah. We learned that a study is now... All right. We learned that a study has now been done on what area of a man's body is the most sensitive. Obviously, I think everybody listening goes, junk. 79% of dudes surveyed did not say junk. 21% did. What's going on with those other guys? Other part of their body. Because chin came in number two on the list. Chin? Followed by neck... And lower abs. Six minute abs. Like ants on a log. Eating lots of sunflowers on your uncle's ranch. It's like it's breed time, baby, and you're eating gorgonzola. Sorry, whenever I say abs, I have to do this. Something about Mary Lawrence. Um, what else did we learn? Well, we learned that it's always fun to listen to NASCAR. Whether you're a fan of NASCAR or not is really not the issue. I think we may see the old bump and run, or maybe like at Bristol a few weeks ago, the bump and dump. Right. What? Pump and dump. Pump and dump. Jeff Gordon has come on. Casey Kane, they may have touched. They did touch. Hey, guys, don't you think it's interesting? Last week at Bristol, everybody wanted to be on the top. Now everybody wants to be on the bottom. Can't they make up their mind? (laughs) Excuse me. Pardon me. Hello. You can hear the entire Fun with NASCAR audio. After the show, we'll put it up in the podcast. Look for the Woody and Wilcox channel there on uh, iHeartRadio. Anything else you missed, you can find it there. And, of course, uh, thanks to uh, some of you who have tweeted at us, at Woody and Wilcox. Some of you. Follow along on the Woody and Wilcox Facebook page. And, yes, Instagram exists. Woody and Wilcox as well, if you're not following there. Well, before we wrap it up, hopefully you have a great weekend ahead of you. It's always important that we get a uh, final check with... Intern Dave. Intern Dave, did you have any thoughts on today's show? Let's be honest with each other. I'll go first. I'm gay and I want your job. 
Devin, I'm straighter than you are gay, and I leave particles of guys like you in my wind. I'm not afraid of you. Yeah. Well, you should be. You're going down. No, Devin. I don't do that. I don't think that was Intern Dave. I want to say that was a 10-year-old clip from 30 Rock. I was actually looking for Intern Dave. Dave? Now, I was never into folk music. I'd work some bills with some folkies, you know, put him in the cell with a long hose on him, put him in the cell with a long hose on him. Now, I used to say, if he's got a long enough hose, uh, he's going to have a lot of friends in the shower room. Uh, <laughs> folk audiences hated that joke. I think that was Fred Willard from A Mighty Wind, ah, not Intern Dave. I was looking for Intern Dave. And now NFL sideline reporter Andrea Kramer describes her lady business. It's cool down here and pretty damp. This has been NFL sideline reporter Andrea Kramer describing her lady business. That sounds like a 10-year-old <laughs> clip of me trying to make a joke. I hit the wrong button. Thanks for that. Sorry. I was actually looking for intern Dave and his thoughts on the show. One of these days, it's just going to be like. <laughs> so can I get you gentlemen something more to drink or maybe something to nibble on? Some pizza shooters, shrimp poppers or extreme fajitas. That's the idiot at Chotsky's from Office Space. It's not intern Dave. Right. Intern Dave, do you have any thoughts on the show? Uh, another great show, guys. All right. It's the Woody and Wilcox Show. Everyone in this room is now dumber. Not for a second have I even dwelled on the fact that the show's over. I don't, uh... It's the Woody and Wilcox Show. I don't, uh, think about it. I, I try not to think about it, and therefore I, you know, don't... Why don't you stop talking for a while? Because it's a very healthy way to deal with something that is very, ultimately not that important in the long run. It's not... Not, uh, not important at all. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.